Hello, I'm Sarah Simi and this is Pull Out. Um, today's magazine is this one. Okay and Hi magazine. Um, this one is November the 13th, 1976 um, and still 10p, so that's good. Um, strap lines on the front cover this <laughs> episode are, there's a special, this is how to get a fella and keep him, which I think... <laughs> I can't wait to get to. And Ben Murphy, he's back in colour. I don't know who Ben Murphy is. <laughs> anyway, let's crack straight on to the inner um, advert. This is really interesting. I thought this was fascinating, actually. This is considering when the ad, considering when this magazine is, which is November the 13th. And this is three Christmas gifts for you from Look Now, which is obviously a competitor magazine. Um, so they're so they're Christmas gifts. And yet there's absolutely nothing Christmassy about this ad the other magazine. Just really fascinating. Just like no Christmas graphics, nothing. It's it's just kind of weird just how how un-Christmassy um, uh, a Christmas ad, in, ad is. Anyway, just thought I'd notice that. Um, uh, we're on to Hotline, which I always love in the tube writing. Um, hotline is <laughs> uh, like the gossipy bits. So let's get into who's next door. All's not well in darkest Hounslow. <laughs> Seems that the local residents are getting a bit worried because ex-guitar-smashing Pete Townsend of The Who has moved there. In fact, to calm the residents down... <laughs> to calm the residents down a bit at the thought of a pop star living next door, Pete's written an explanation to them. In it, he says that he doesn't have parties and that he's not a drug addict. <laughs> He'd put that in a letter. Um... He says that he's just just an ordinary person like them and not at all like his mate Keith Moon, who's now miles away across the ocean in California. <laughs> Tears, if you put a letter through the door saying I'm not a drug addict. Anyway, that's a lovely, lovely little story there. Now, uh, this is Do You Love Someone Else's Guy? Oh, I think there was a song about that. <laughs> uh, it's quite dull, actually, the article, so I'm just going to read out the, uh, <laughs> the bit at the end, which is how to tell if he's someone else's guy. Number one, he tells you never to ring him and won't give you his home phone number. <laughs> I would say that was a fairly good sign, yes. Number two. He can only ever see you a couple of nights a week. And when you ask him why he does the other five, he mumbles about evening classes and visits to his sick auntie. <laughs> Number three. When you go out together, he always chooses obscure out-of-town places. Number four. You tell him you'd love to meet his parents and he quickly changes the subject. And number five, there's a white mark around his third finger, left hand. Uh, we've got some great fashion here. This is, um, oops, this is a wrap up. 
which is obviously all about keeping warm in the, in the winter. She's got a lovely red, green and yellow stripy hat on and red gloves. Um, there's, some, um, <laughs> there's some help here about how to keep warm and keep looking good during the winter. Um, number, there's, a, there's quite a few points. I'll just pick out a few. Number four, fashion for winter says balaclavas are in. <laughs> always wear a balaclava so make sure you buy one and it will help to keep your ears snug also did you know that by wearing something on your head you help to retain your body heat thank you for telling us number five remember that your eyes stream when it's cold so wear an all-weather mascara or you'll end up looking like a panda six try not to wear anything with an open neck but if you must <laughs> then tuck a scarf inside if you must um number eight this actually i picked this one out because it reminded me of my dear mum, who always told me to wear a long vest this is invest in lots of long vests this winter they help to keep you <laughs> they help to keep your back warm and prevent chills my mum always told me to wear a long vest to keep my kidneys warm <laughs> i don't know whether that was true or not mind you she also used to tell me to cover my chest but i can't remember if that was for moral or health reasons either way i didn't take any notice of it but still um, and number 10 keep on exercising during the winter don't let the morning frost on the windows put you off your figure <laughs> your figure still needs trimming These are the letters um, on the letter page. This one isn't particularly funny, <laughs> but it was just so nostalgic for me. Um, so I'm just going to read this one out. Uh, the other night, some friends and I were walking down the main high street, literally singing in the rain, thinking no one was about and that all the shops were shut. So you can imagine how embarrassed we were when we walked past the wimpy bar and found it open and full to capacity. We'd been singing to our heart's content too. We did get some very weird looks from everyone inside, I can tell you. Mind you, I think they quite enjoyed the free cabaret show. And that was June Hazelwood from Derby. Oh, God, love a wimpy. Um, other one is um, <laughs> Swap Shop, which features uh, in, in every magazine. This one... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this one's really sweet i have a size 12 dark brown real suede skirt in very good condition which i would like to swap for a pair of flared bottom jeans size 12 must be in very good condition all offers considered <laughs> i like the fact that they're prepared to swap by the way this is susan prestwell two dameside holdings west lincolnshire um, that, that they're quite prepared to swap with something that they haven't even seen a picture of. It's quite sweet, really. Um, the other swap shop one is, I have the latest Glitter Band album, which for those of you that don't know, that was obviously Gary Glitter's band. I have the latest Glitter Band album, Listen to the Band, which includes people like you and people like me. I'd like to swap it for Elton John's Greatest Hits. What an excellent plan. So would I. Um, there's some lovely fashion on this page. This is the gear seller. 
just love love the illustration um it's really weird i noticed so much fashion is um is illustration rather than photography um i'm assuming there was a particular reason for that but it's really fascinating how so much of it is illustrated this the um the strap line for the advert is look in for the latest this is from cna soft slithery dresses in a fine gauge polyester that clings here drapes there flatters everywhere <laughs> oh what a great line um Anyway, yeah, fair fashion. This on the next page is Fancy That, which is an occasional series, uh, which is um, a boy telling us, <laughs> telling us what they like. This is only going to go one way. Uh, so it's called Where Fellas Get the Chance to Talk About You. Fancy That. So I'll just read from this. The first thing you notice about Howard Posner are his piercing blue eyes. He seemed to dress really well, too, which was quite understandable once we found out that he owned fashion shops. Ooh. Uh, <clears throat> With this in mind, we asked him how he likes his girlfriends to dress. I'm not fussy about what girls wear, he confessed. I like them in smart or casual clothes. There's no fashion I don't like, so long as she's got a nice figure. <laughs> What I don't like is girls to look miserable or to act cool and quiet with me. It's so off-putting. I often wonder if I'm boring them. <laughs> well, I think there's probably quite a high chance you are, Howard. <laughs> well, in our opinion, a girl wouldn't have time to feel bored because Howard's really friendly and chatty. He started asking us questions. Nevertheless, we managed to get back on track and ask what he thought of girls asking fellas out. Great, he said, gleaming all over for his face. And I'm totally in favour of marriage. Oh, good. <laughs> that was a bit left field. Although I'm not thinking of marriage right now. I'd like to marry, mind you, but I'd have to. it would have to be to someone who could answer me back. I don't like feeble girls. <laughs> That's why I'm in favour of girls making careers for themselves. Oh, thanks. Though not to the point of obsession, as I think every girl should want to have kids. <laughs> Thanks, Howard. One thing that particularly annoys Howard is people who cut themselves off from everyone when they start going steady. I think it's very important to keep in touch with your mates, whether you're going out with someone or not, Howard told us, because one day you're going to need them. Thanks. <laughs> it's a really big feature. It's a nice big double page spread feature, which is the special highlighted on the front cover, which is how to get a fella and keep him. <laughs> oh, these are some classics in here. Um, the, they uh, <laughs> suggest there are several different types of boy, man, don't know, um, and how best to deal with. <laughs> with each one there's the frightened fella i don't know why he's frightened the joker the romeo the girl hater <laughs> don't you want to go out with him the super guy and the surprise <laughs> um the romeo there's a there's a, a picture of or well, rather an illustration of romeo um uh <laughs> It says, the Romeo, he always leaves a few buttons of his shirt undone so that you can see his gold medallion glinting against his tan. <laughs> ah, 
Um, he believes that every girl is a pushover if you just treat her the right way. And he certainly has a good time. He certainly has a good line of chat. Nothing you say will put him off. He's got an answer to absolutely everything. He really likes girls and he'd rather spend his time with a dishy bird than a crowd of his mates. Oh, a dishy bird. That's not at all offensive. Um, I really want to find out about the girl hater, as I think we all would, as obviously we'd all want to go out with him. I don't know why they've they've made him just weird and creepy rather than a girl hater. But, well, I suppose the same thing. Uh, the girl hater. Oh, he's, attract he's attractive and sexy. Hmm. But you could find yourself in big trouble if you fall for him. Because underneath it all, this fella thinks girls and hearts are just things to play with. He likes to flirt and will boast to his mates that he can get any girl he fancies. But once he's got them, he will chuck them aside ruthlessly and heartlessly. He, <laughs> he tells tales, often false ones, about his old girlfriends. And if you turn him down, he'll want to get his own back. Well, he just sounds lovely, doesn't he? Why are we suggesting that we even pursue him? Anyway, how to get him interested? Why would you want to? If you really want him, you'd better be a good cook and love ironing shirts. Because <gasps> this fella thinks that's just that all that's just about all that girls are good for. <gasps> Show him you're just a cute little housewife at heart. Oh dear, my flesh is creeping a little. Um, when he's hooked, he'll be jealous and will want you to stay at home while he goes out gallivanting. So long as you play the game, he'll treat you like a princess. But step out of line and you could find yourself on your lonesome. Not recommended. Why are they suggesting that they go out with a, that you go out with a girl hater in the first place? Um, this is a little section called What Every Boy Wants, or at least what they dream of but rarely get. Um, number two is someone who loved to wash his smelly old socks and grubby hankies just for the sheer joy of touching something that he's touched. Ooh, that makes me feel a little bit sick. Uh, number three is someone who will cook him a beautiful dinner and emerge from the kitchen looking like Britt Eklund, <laughs> then force him to stay on the sofa and cuddle him instead of washing up. <laughs> I'd like to emerge like Britt Eklund. At some point during the day. Um, and number six, as someone he can ring up at any time he wants and know that she'd love to go out with him, won't ask where he's been for the last six months and will, and will always insist on paying her share of the bill, if not his too. Hmm. Um, on the other side, there's six ways to take him by surprise. <laughs> number one. Turn up on his doorstep one Saturday in shorts and stripy socks and tell him you're taking him to a football match. <laughs> this is clearly when people had to attend football matches in stripy socks. Anyway, number four, <laughs> invite him round for a meal and give him the, give him the works. Cook something unusual. Get out the lacy tablecloth and the candles. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seduced anyone on a lacy tablecloth. <laughs> Always time. Uh, number five, buy him a silly present. A Victorian pin-up calendar. <laughs> 
a big bottle of smelly bubble bath or a pair of naughty knickers doesn't suggest whether the knickers are for you or him. So, um, moving on, this really is a special. We've got four whole pages of how to get a fella and keep him. Um, we've got everything here. This is 20 things. <laughs> uh, this is a bit of a no double negative, and I was getting very confused, but 20 things not to do with a fella you really fancy. So um, don't joke about him with his mates or he'll be very offended. Um, two, offer to wash his shirts or sew on his buttons. He'll think you're getting a bit too cosy. Why would you offer to wash his shirts and sew on his buttons in any case? Um, number three, don't cling to his arm all the time when you're out together. Five, take him home to meet mother. <laughs> If she's anything like other mums, she'll start asking him those wedding bell questions. <laughs> um, <laughs> this one really made me laugh. Don't tell him you hate men who wear white string vests. <laughs> he may have one on under his shirt. <laughs> oh my God, what are the chances of meeting someone now that might have a white string vest on under their shirt? <laughs> and also, how old are they? Like 60? <laughs> how many teenagers would have white... Well, anyway, no, enough with the white string vest. I've gone down a road. Um, number 12, don't stop in front of jewellery shop windows and say, isn't that a lovely gold watch next to those engagement rings? Um, don't buy him a ring or bracelet with your name on it when you've only been out with him twice. Mm, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Um, 16. Sniff and say, what's that funny smell? It could be his new aftershave. <laughs> um, don't be rude about his mum. However much he jokes about her, she'll always be his first girl. Oh, that's a bit creepy. At uh, 19 is don't act surprised when you find <laughs> that his dad's a real smasher. <laughs> With a super son like him, you should have guessed. Mm, right, smasher. Oh, I'm going to start using the word smasher more often. Um, 20. Um, don't try to be one of the boys. He wants you to be a girl. <laughs> heaven forbid um this is a quiz do you know how to turn him on because this is obviously still all about keeping him um some of the best uh, best questions here number one is he wants to take you on a holiday just you and him and a tent you know you'll have to say no because your parents would have kittens so do you <laughs> a keep putting it off and hope he'll forget about it B, tell him he's a bit big to be playing Boy Scouts. Or C, say you don't think you could trust yourself alone with him for a whole two weeks. Uh, this one is a bit creepy. Number six, walking home, he suddenly pulls you down a dark alley. Do you, A, do the same to him a couple of yards further down the road. B, say, I never knew there was an alley here before. Or C, say, oh, you've, mess you've messed up my makeup. <laughs> this, I'm reading out this one purely because um, if you remember watching Top of the Pops in the 70s, you'll love this one. Number 11, he's leaning up against the bar. 
watching you dance, do you A, pretend not to have seen him? B, dance as if your partner was Ben Murphy. <laughs> Again, I don't know who Ben Murphy is. I must look this up. Or C, do your pans people bit, um, even if you haven't got the figure or the gear for it. Oh, that's nice. Finally, number 12, he's taking you out for a picnic on a lovely sunny day. Do you? A, wear overalls and <laughs> a check shirt. Well, only if you were planning on doing some plumbing later on. <laughs> B, get out your Laura Ashley gear and look all soft and romantic. Oh. Or C, wear your beekeeping kit. <laughs> Those country insects can be very nasty. Of course, we all keep a beekeeper's outfit ready at any point. Um, lastly, this this was one hell of an article. Um, lastly, this is six ways to flirt with style. The six ways to flirt with style has also got an illustration of a lady with very erect nipples. So I'm assuming that's, that's part of the way of flirting. I, I'm assuming so. Um, so... <laughs> Number two, on the phone, be extra charming. Keep your voice low and soft. If you look good, you want to see if you look good too. Number three, look lonely. <laughs> this is the only time I've been given advice is to look lonely as a way to pick someone up. Look lonely. When you're at a party, find yourself a quiet corner and sit there looking lost. <laughs> If he's nice, he's bound to come over and cheer you up. Number four, dress for him. Don't worry too much what's in fashion. Wear something soft and clinging if you've got a curvy figure. If you're slimmer, drape yourself in something long and slinky that whispers as you walk. <laughs> I don't know how something can whisper as you walk. Then. Number five, be flattering. Tell him he's the best-looking fella at the party. Admire his clothes and tell him what lovely artistic fingers he has. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure someone would appreciate that. Ooh, what lovely artistic fingers you have. And number six, be exciting and mysterious. Look as if you've got some secret you're trying to hide. Oh, well, that was fantastic. I'm going to try looking lonely from now on. <laughs> Uh, this is um, Super Guys, which you've just got to love the uh, typeface for Super Guys. This, um, this is again is Sally, who just picks out men she fancies and talks about them, which is interesting. Good old Sally. Um, I had to <laughs> just pick this one out because it's just so weird. The, the actual title of it is um, It's Calf Time for Mr. Daltrey. Now it's like, what the hell is this? Um, and it says, delivering some baby calves was one of the high spots of my life. Tousle-topped Roger Daltrey told me the other day, I've got a big farm and among all the animals I've got, there's a beautiful herd of cattle. I just love mucking out the cow sheds. It's such a lovely down-to-earth contrast from the make-believe world of rock music. Oh, is that a nice little story about... <laughs> about Roger Daltrey. I'm not sure I entirely believe it, but it was nice.
this is um, an occasional fashion series again all beautifully illustrated love it um and this is you called you can do it okay um i found this one really interesting because this one there's um it's basically uh ideas and they suggest the actual pattern that you can use like simplicity 7297 so that you can make a hat and scarf or a bag or a shawl um a turban so basically just different things and they suggest what fabric you can so 114 centimeter wide check <laughs> which costs 2.95 per meter from john lewis london w1 that's nice but yeah just so sweet that it's a kind of a of, of how to make stuff rather than buy stuff rather sweet I found this really bizarre little column called Girl Talk and um, <laughs> I've read it a couple of times and I still don't really understand why they wrote it, but fill the magazine up, I guess. But it's, uh, well, I'll read from, from the beginning. I always thought the diaries were only supposed to have nice news in them, but I was in for a shock when I read mine the other day. It said Monday, dentist appointment, 10.30. And for a coward like me, that was bad news. Try as I might, I just couldn't think of an excuse to get out of it, so off I trotted. Actually, I never really work out why I'm scared of the dentist. He's a very... this bit made me laugh so much. He's a very friendly Australian who insists on singing Waltzing Matilda before asking me to open wide. I love the assumption that because he's Australian... He just sings waltzing Matilda all the time. I don't think that's what Australians do. Um, and he has such beautiful blue-grey eyes that I don't mind too much when he comes closer for a better view of my molars. And then there's just more about being at the dentist. And also what I found really fascinating is that the assumption is, is that everyone's frightened of going to the dentist. It's not like some people are. It's like everyone is frightened of going to the dentist, which is really interesting. And now looking back on it, I think we all were in the 70s. Perhaps they treated us really badly. Anyway, this in, I thought this was a lovely um, sign of the times. This is uh, still about being in the dentist. I do find it interesting to watch the other patients, though. I tend to think they can't be as nervous as me. But as I look around, I'm not always sure I'm right. Like one man who totally ignored the no smoking sign on the door and chain smoked solidly <laughs> until his name was called. He left a thick fog of tobacco smoke behind him. He'd been so nervous. <laughs> oh dear, I don't think you're allowed to smoke in dentists' <laughs> waiting rooms anymore. <laughs> oh dear, and why is there a whole article about being scared about going to the dentist really weird anyway that was Janie Brown that wrote that I think um, I think we can all appreciate that Janie thanks oh, I'm finally on to the problem page my favorite this is the bit where it's either Helen or Pat is answering the questions um so this 
Oh, this, this certainly is a sign of the times. Um, okay, dear Helen, could you please tell me if you think my boyfriend is being unfair? He goes out, with, goes out with his mates three or four times a week. But when I go out with my mates, he doesn't like it. Yes, he is being unfair. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Ricky reckons that a fella's place is with his mates and a girl's place is at home. Well, doesn't Ricky sound like a charmer? I hope you can help me because we have lots of rows about this. And I'm beginning to think he may be right. No, don't think that. By the way, I'm 18 and he's 19. What does Helen say? Well, yes, I do think Ricky's being unfair. Thank God for that. Why don't you, why shouldn't you go out with your mates as often as he does? I reckon that if he doesn't want you to meet his friends, it's probably because he thinks you'll be getting up to something. So why not ask him just what he thinks this is? You have a right to keep up your own friends, but more important, you ought to keep your own friendships going. Because from my experience, they often last longer than a lot of romantic relationships. Right on, Helen. Stick up for your rights. And if Ricky doesn't like it, tell him. <laughs> tell him that if you should stay at home, then he should keep you company. Mm, sort of lets down the feminist side a little bit at the end there, but it's okay. Uh, next one is Dear Helen. A few months ago, I went to Spain for two weeks holiday and met a Spanish boy. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> helpful. We spent every possible moment together and he was nothing like <laughs> he was nothing like the usual Casanova type that I'd been warned about. <laughs> Teeny bit racist about the Spanish there. Anyway. When the time came home <laughs> when the time came for me to go back home, we were both equally upset and he gave me his ring. Oh, and promised to write. He kept his word and we've been writing ever since. Oh. Obviously, he is genuine, but my friends seem to think that I'm wasting my time on this relationship and that I should concentrate on <laughs> on going out with what they would call reliable English boys. <laughs> Why English boys are more reliable than Spanish? It's not made clear. But it's impossible for me to stop thinking about my Spanish boy. The thing is, he's due to be called up for his military service soon. Oh, my God. So there's no chance of him coming to England. So I'm determined to go to Spain for work. I've thought about our relationship a good deal and weighed up the pros and cons. But I would like to know your opinion, please. Right. Helen says, to be honest, I don't see that you should be worried at all. From your letter, it seems quite obvious that yours is no ordinary run-of-the-mill holiday romance, which will be forgotten with a, within a day or two of both of you, as so often happens. It takes courage and love to stick to somebody so far away. Oh, especially when the boy you love is a foreigner. <laughs> God. <clears throat> Someone whose roots are in a different country, country and whose basic background language and culture is so different from your own oh, and there at least Helen's in support however I can't say whether or not you are in love all oh, right and if you are what you should do because these are things that only you can know and decide on but I do think your friends are being a bit narrow-minded in my opinion you are well able to look after yourself and what's more will be able to access exactly uh, assess sorry assess exactly where you stand with your boy Good luck. Oh. Um, now, I really hope that it doesn't say the person's name. I wonder if they ended up going to Spain. I want to know. Did they end up marrying the Spanish boy? Um, 
these questions are to Pat. These are if you're too embarrassed to talk about it, <laughs> just write to me. And I won't be embarrassed, I assume. Um, the first one is, dear Pat. Oh, this one's sweet. My problem is that I'm simply ugly. Oh, I've got bags under my eyes and a big nose, which people make fun of. I can't do anything with my hair and I've got an awful figure. A 36 inch bust. Well, what's wrong with that? Broad shoulders <laughs> and a muscly back. <laughs> I don't know why muscly back made me laugh. <laughs> Mine <laughs> does the muscly back really got me because surely you have a muscly back because you've in some way made yourself have a muscly back. Does one have one without trying? I'm not sure. Anyway, my nails won't grow, my knees are knobbly, and my feet are too big. The more I try to look better, the worse I get. I haven't had a boyfriend for ages. Oh, Pat says, My, you do feel sorry for yourself, don't you? God, Pat's not pulling any punches. Um, thank you for sending the photo of yourself, which I've looked at carefully and which doesn't show me anything other than a normal, attractive girl. Oh, if you say, <laughs> if what you say in your letter is true, I can only think you've sent me a picture of a friend by mistake. Of course, I can't see your feet. <laughs> see your feet or your back in the photo but I, you know that muscly back i think we need a picture of the muscly back but i can see that you've got a that you've got lovely clear skin beautiful teeth and gorgeous auburn hair i think this is maybe me that <laughs> although i can't remember having a muscly back if you don't like your hair then go to a hairdresser and ask him or her to give you a really nice hairstyle don't tell him or her what to do. Leave it to the hairdresser to decide what will suit you best. Most people have bags under their eyes when they smile. But if you have them at other times too, then plenty of sleep and fresh air and drinking lots of fresh water will help. As opposed to that old water. Uh, nails will grow if you let them, which means don't bite them. Keep them in good shape with an emery board and varnish them regularly so that they look nice. I could go on for ages, of course. All right, Pat telling you what to do but you can get all the advice from our beauty pages what i can tell you is that you is that is that if you tell yourself you're ugly then you'll feel ugly and sorry for yourself too and that's what's scaring the lads off they want to take you out for a laugh not for a moaning session <laughs> give yourself a shake do something about your problems and see what a difference it makes i like that it was quite no nonsense wasn't it it's was like come on Get on with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> the last letter. <laughs> Sorry to end on this letter, but I'm going to. Uh, Dear Pat, I was reading a letter from a reader who said in her letter that her boyfriend did not ejaculate. What does that mean? Also, is semen the same as sperm? <laughs> this is going to be a nice explanation for the end, isn't it? Pat says, the word ejaculate when used in connection with sexual intercourse means that the man releases his seeds <laughs> when, he, when he reaches his sexual climax. I don't know, is the word seeds? All I can think of is Monty Don. <laughs> um, perhaps I don't want to in the same sentence with ejaculate. Anyway, um, the male seeds are released during sexual intercourse. <laughs> Why does she keep 
producing seeds. It's just gardeners' well. The male seeds are released during sexual intercourse as a sort of fluid from the man's penis. This fluid is called semen and contains millions of tiny seeds. All right with the seeds. Any one of which is capable of getting together with a ripe female egg. <laughs> I can think of a ripe avocado then. Which girls don't have inside of their bodies, just so that you know. Uh, a ripe female egg and making a baby. The proper term for these seeds. <laughs> Thanks for finally telling us. Which you can't see without a microscope. Is sperm. Oh my god. We finally got it by the right name. <laughs> you can't see without a microscope. You're either going to rip out a microscope, are you? With that? Anyway. Oh, well, that was that was a nice that was a nice ending for that problem. Oh dear. Uh, I just finishing on the um, advert in the last, uh, which is the back page advert for. Um, for this one uh which is for cachet it's the fragrance as individual as you are i have to say i did i did laugh considering how utterly glamorous perfume ads are now and um and so kind of over the top and so glamorous i did have to laugh that this particular one <laughs> she's just having a cup of tea in a rather <laughs> in a rather dull um floral blouse <laughs> it's yeah it's not the sexiest image i've ever seen for selling um perfume but anyway so yeah it's um <laughs> it's kind of following her her around um and it's um, it's sally shaw this is sally shaw having a cup of tea um sim simply says i'm me and is a great believer that she should always be truly herself whatever life offers that's why cachet is perfect for me says sally it's me simply me wherever i am whatever i'm doing well on that note um i hope you enjoyed this <laughs> this particular pull out okay and high magazine november the 13th 1976